<laughs> yeah, no, you can, you can count me down if you want. Okay, so. cool. This week's episode of the Top 5 Report, the podcast that always seasons our golden geese with a dash of Veruca Salt. My name is Drew, I'll be your host for the evening. Along with me usually is my brother Peter, but uh, Mary Liz, who joined us for our Disney episodes that you've been listening to, um, asked to sit in on tonight's episode regardless of Peter not being here. So tonight she's joining us. Hello everyone. <laughs> so um, Mary Liz is going to sit in for Peter this week and that'll be a little, that'll be fun because it was kind of a scramble. So um, if you were looking forward to the list we were going to talk tonight, we're moving it because we don't want to do it without Peter. So Mary Liz and I pulled the list idea together. We're going to talk some stuff. It's a list that I found in a scramble. Had to, uh, I don't know, how do I want to say this? It was kind of difficult to put together. So it's a yeah. list I definitely want to revisit later on. For maybe sure. like a few months yeah. down the road when we've had when a little more time, time to think about it. <laughs> but right now I guarantee, and I wonder if my list would actually change. I really do. So we'll see. Yeah. But we'll talk about that later. Right. Um, what are you reading or watching right now? So I have a long list. So well, good. Mine's not too long. Um, so as we've learned from the past episodes, I don't watch a ton of recent television and the same holds true based on what I watched this weekend. So uh, the Disney Channel had on a Descendants marathon <laughs> and I've never seen the Descendants movies. And, oh, really? Yeah, which oh, is surprising. I thought this was you getting excited. Like, I... I'm like watching it for the first like I'm I'm like oh it's Descendants I'm just gonna like yeah, enjoy no, it yeah no like not it, it was take a off my pajamas and just no, have it <laughs> no it, it was a first time thing and I put on the first one like okay let's let's see what this is about it was it was pretty cheesy I didn't I didn't necessarily love it but I liked it enough to watch uh, two and three and they progressively got better I was kind of bummed to know that they're probably not doing any more of them um, it was kind of funny because I feel similarly to how those went like how I did to High School Musical when those came out like they definitely got progressively better when it looks like they maybe put like more time and money into them the first one I felt like they just probably blew their whole budget on having uh, Kristen Chenoweth in it and that was like where the majority of the money went is kind of what it looked, seemed like to me but yeah I really liked it catchy music I liked the whole concept of the being the villains kids I mean of course a lot of it was really really cheesy as most uh, decoms are but it was the first decom I've seen in a while <laughs> Fantastic. Um, <laughs> that's. I just. I didn't expect you to say Descendants. I know. So. Nobody would have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you uh, liked all three. I've walked into the room and saw like one or two of them on and caught some scenes here and there. And yeah. I mean, they're definitely not for me, but that's... It's the that, same director as High School fine. Musical, and I was like, oh, this makes sense well, why I, I like it. You know what? I was... Uh, I had a I made a deal with someone to I'll watch High School Musical, you watch this kind of situation, mm -hmm. and I'll be honest, I really liked High School Musical. Yeah. Um, I saw part of the second one and did not really think that it got that one wasn't my favorite. That did not yeah. progress, and so I never watched mm -hmm. the third. But that first one, the third, the, the was first one good. was really yeah. solid. My only uh, criticism with the first one is, in a very Disney fashion, 
every story thread is tied up within 30 seconds oh, at the end yeah. of the movie. Yes. <laughs> it's suddenly yes. like, oh, hey, this happened, and this happened. Right. Hey, we won the game, and we won this, yes. and this happened. Yeah. Like, it's just, and, and credits, and you're just like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, and the same held true with Descendants. Everything was tied up yeah, nicely at the end. Yeah, it was just real fast, like, <laughs> real fast. Um, so, yeah, um, let's see. What I have a lot of stuff. So, unfortunately, uh, television is starting to... Summer is officially over when you start seeing stuff on your DVR. Mm. Um, so, shows are starting to come back. Uh, Ballers came back on HBO. I love that show. Um, the if you, if you don't know what the show Ballers is, it's... It's got the rock in it. The best way to um, uh, the best way to describe the show is it's Jerry Maguire, but specifically focusing on football. Um, okay. So the movie Jerry Maguire was all about sports agencies. Yeah. So this show is primarily all the behind-the-scenes stuff that happens in the NFL. Oh. Um, and it's a comedy with oh. The Rock and uh, mm-hmm. Rob Corddry and Russell Brands in the, this season. And like it's re- it's really good. It's really funny. But this is the final season, so um, I was excited for that to come back. Um. HBO has a new show out called The Righteous Gemstones, okay. which um, is about a family that runs one of those mega churches. <laughs> oh. Um, and huh. whoever wrote this has the same sense of humor about religion that I do. Yeah. So I've been laughing through the first handful of episodes. <laughs> like, it's been, you know, it's been kind of funny. Yeah. Um, the Dark Crystal series started on Netflix. Tell me more. Um, did you, have you ever seen the movie The Dark Crystal? No. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, you being a Disney file, you need to go check out this movie. This is, the Dark Crystal goes back to the old school Jim Henson days, back when Jim Henson was still alive. Mm -hmm. So, um, back in the, uh, when Jim Henson's Creature Shop became a thing. Okay. Um, And that, uh, so the Creature Shop consists of the Dark Crystal film, The Labyrinth, which you've probably seen The Labyrinth. No. Parts of it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, the Labyrinth, yeah. in my opinion, is the better sh- mm-hmm. is the better movie. Mm-hmm. But um, and then Yoda, Yoda from Star Wars came out of the Creature Shop. Mm. Um, but I know who that is. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, no, but the Dark Crystal it's one of those beloved things back from the '80s, and you know I didn't like it as much as the Labyrinth, but I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And um, Netflix is doing a Jim Henson show. Okay. Prequel series to the Dark Crystal, so it's like takes place like a thousand years before the events of the movie that we know and love. Yeah. Um, so it's like some of the characters are still like in there, but most of the characters are not, so it's all new territory. Oh, yeah. Um, what's really great about this is that I've only watched the first episode, but there's a couple shots, like wide, wide shots, where you can tell they use some CG for some far background stuff. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of this, it's very clear that it's all old school puppetry. Yeah. Old school, like the sets that they had to build for this to work. Like it's, it's pretty magical. Yeah. So that's cool that they like kept that, like integrity of it or like the same feel as the first the yeah. movie. So yeah. I I, I know. The Dark Crystal does not speak to everybody because I've mentioned it. I'm like, hey, Dark Crystal started, and I've had some people make some faces at me. And I'm like, look, if he didn't like it when I was a kid, to each his own, I get it. Yeah. It's, a we- it's weird. Mm-hmm. It, it's very weird. But in the world of looking at that old type of filmmaking, what they're doing with this show is incredible. Yeah. So cool. I recommend checking it out specifically because of that. Yeah. Um, I started watching uh, The Boys on Amazon. 
Uh, do you know what that show is? Nope. Okay, so if you're an Amazon Prime <laughs> member, and I don't, at this point, I don't know who's not an Amazon Prime member. I you, am. You're not. Okay, <laughs> no. you're nodding. I, just, I don't know what that means. Are you or are you not? Um, Amazon Prime has their shows. Um, this show has gotten a lot of uh, critic, like very critically acclaimed, a mm-hmm. lot of praise from a lot of people. A lot of other podcasts I listen to have been raving about it. Yeah. So I thought I'd check it out. Um, if you don't know what the show is, this is a brief just thoughts in my head to describe it. It's a show about superheroes, but it's a show about how like the superheroes are techn- superheroes in a general sense are celebrities. Yeah. Right? So what comes with celebrity status? Social media. Right. Um, uh, you know, in the world where we have everyone watching you, um, you know, you have polling numbers like, you know, action figure sales, t-shirt sales, like merchandising, yeah. all that nonsense. Now take these superheroes and realize that some of that popularity could go to their heads and they might not always use their superpowers for good. Oh. Or if hmm. they don't use their superpowers necessarily for good, there's a company that has to cover that up while they handle insurance claims for collateral damage <laughs> and all this stuff. And it's, it's almost like, remember in uh, the movie The Incredibles? Yeah. When they kind of had to shut down the supers. Right. Okay? Yes. Yeah. And then it was all kind of like this weird political thing that happened yeah. in the background. Mm-hmm. Think of that, but on a rated R scale. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And it's that's that's kind of like what it went through my head. I'm like, yeah. they basically took The Incredibles and had to do this thing. And so it's really violent. It's mm-hmm. really gory. Um, there's a lot of nudity and sex and language. And yeah. it's, it's like the dark side of what we don't get to see when we read a comic book or watch right, an Avengers right. movie. Yeah. And um, what if, and the big question is, is what if your Superman character is also a sociopath? Because Superman would be a sociopath mm-hmm. and this is how it would be behind the scenes where he's got the, you know, the big yeah. smile and, you know, here huh. I am to save the day and then behind the scenes that no one sees is like, man, these people, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That sounds pretty it's a really cool. Interesting Are they, take. so they're all like adults, those superheroes that are Yeah, they're all yeah. adults and mm-hmm. there's, um, there's one superhero that's brand new to the team, and she's kind of like the fish out of the water, like just learning the ropes yeah. of how this world works. And um, but uh, at the beginning of the show, a superhero murders someone by mistake. Oh. But there's more to the story, and you don't really know huh. why. And you find out that no one really understood what he like because he made a comment like. I gotta go, I gotta go. Like, he's clearly running from something or to something, but all that was covered up in the news or the, mm. by the company. Yeah. So there's a mystery as to what was going on, and the murder was a complete accident. So there's a group of yeah. guys, or the boys, trying to basically shut down the superhero. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, but yeah. the, biggest, the biggest praise I can give for the show is that Carl Urban is in the show he just chews every bit of scenery from every scene he's in he's absolutely amazing everything he's doing in the show is incredible and he's yeah. probably my favorite part about the show right mm-hmm. now so yeah um yeah check out the boys it's yeah it sounds cool it's awesome mm-hmm. um i read some comics i finished reading the run of the green lantern the wrath of the first lantern okay that was great um i'm catching up on i'm yeah. really behind on my comic <laughs> book so i'm catching up on some stuff um, but I'm about to start a uh, novel uh, from my favorite author, uh, Matthew Riley, The Secret Runners of New York. Mm. Um, I'm really excited to read that um, because it's about time travel. and it's subject, Oh, that sounds cool. And I like yeah. time travel, but it's a subject he's never tackled before, yeah. so I'm really kind of curious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
Yeah, so I yeah. Have, like I said, I have a lot on my plate in terms of like that. But mm-hmm. Well, cool. All right, well, you want to talk some news stories yes. real quick? Um, I don't know how much you're going to be able to say about a lot of this, so we'll see I'll what happens. I'll do my best. Yeah. Um, well, first off, we watched a couple trailers right before you, we sat down and yes. recorded. Uh, did you see the Joker trailer? Yes, I did about uh, 10 okay, minutes so ago. What, so what did you think? <laughs> um, it was cool. I like Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know how... I'm going to feel about him him in this role. Um, I don't know that I necessarily have, like, a favorite Joker so far, like, or can, like, really, like, look into it that way because um, I don't read comic books, so I feel like I don't have, right. like, an expectation so, of what comic he would books be aside, like. Comic yeah. books aside, you've lived, well, you haven't lived because, like, one of them was before your time, mm-hmm. before my time because I didn't watch Batman 66. I got it in <laughs> syndication on yeah. television. So... Uh, we had Cesar Romero Joker from Batman 66. Never seen that one. You never saw no. the original? You've never seen Adam West? No. Batman? No. Oh, Mary I feel like I'm a disappointment to like no, movie lovers so everywhere. So I was listening to I was listening <laughs> to another podcast, and one of the guys on the show made a comment about how everyone's entitled to their own opinion unless you don't like Adam West Batman, mm. then you're not entitled to your own opinion. <laughs> well, I can't say I don't like him. I've just never I, seen it. I yeah. thought that was a really funny like crux. Like yeah. you know, if you don't like Adam West Batman, then you yeah. don't have an then you are not allowed to have an opinion. Uh, so um, Cesar Romero played Joker in mm-hmm. the Adam West Batman. Okay, then we had Jack Nicholson in the Michael Keaton Batman. Did you see that movie? Nope. Okay. Sure didn't. Did you, <laughs> did you see uh, the Batman animated series that Mark Hamill voiced the Joker? No. Okay. But that sounds nice. It, yeah. it it's, 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 in my opinion, one of the best. Yeah. Uh, did you see The Dark Knight? Yes, I did. I did. I okay. did see Heath Ledger and Joker. And did you see Suicide Squad I and Jerry did. Leto? I did. Okay, see so Jerry we Leto can compare Joker. those so two. So I have two, well, three now with Joaquin Phoenix sure. in the trailer to compare. Um... Based on that, Heath Ledger would be my favorite the, he, of the of the those three that two I've that you seen. can yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, um, yeah, I but kind of when I watched the trailer just now, I said I was like I can't really tell what the movie's about, but it like just about him maybe his origins and it looks cool to see like how he got there. There's a um, lot of stuff they're not yeah. um, telling us, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's really good that they're not telling us. Because uh, the movie's rated hard. It's got a hard R rating. Okay. So there's a lot they're not showing in these trailers. And I, and it's one that, that's good, but it also kind of concerns me. Mm-hmm. Because there's reviews coming in for the movie already. Like, people are dropping the reviews because critics, some critics have seen the movie. Yeah. And there's clearly no press embargo on it. Mm-hmm. But they're probably because they want to, they have to sell the movie. Yeah. This movie is getting praise on a level that they're already screaming Oscars for this movie. Wow, okay. Specifically for Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. which is awesome. Um, I just know that the mo- the trailer looked great. I said back when the original trailer released that it just looks like something special. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like they're doing something really special in yeah. this movie. So, um, I, I really don't know, and I'm really kind of like, I want... I want all these movies to be good. Right. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm sitting on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, lo- it looks good. Honestly, it looks a little scary to me. I don't know that I'll go see it in theaters, but I will watch it <laughs> My butt's going to be in a seat for video. all of them because I support the industry, but <laughs> yes. I just I want all of them to be good, so mm-hmm. that's kind of mm-hmm. how I look at it. Well, I'm glad it's getting good reviews. When, I, when you said we were going to talk Joker reviews, I was kind of worried that they were oh, negative. No, no they were, they're yeah. all like... 
incredibly positive. Yeah, that's like, awesome. Beyond mm-hmm. positive. And I don't want it to like overhype the film. I don't want it to oversell it. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I realized back when like the original teaser that showed us nothing mm-hmm. came out and I'm like, well, I don't have any clue what this is about, yeah. but wow, this looks like something special. It looks like they're mm-hmm. going for something really amazing as opposed to just pumping out another movie. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have the Joker trailer, but then on the heels of Joker, we have the Birds of Prey trailer or mm-hmm. teaser. Now the Birds of Tra- Prey teaser is not easy to find right now. So it's September fourth at the time of this recording. This hit the internet today and was posted on. I saw it on Instagram because the teaser is in front of the movie It, it yeah, which opens this weekend, right? I think so. Yes. Sure. Well, yeah. It's in front of It Chapter mm-hmm. Two. Um, and I don't know how the t- tra- teaser got leaked, but it's out, and yeah. now it's I, it's a trailer. I, yeah, it's super fast. Mm-hmm. Like you get to see Harley Quinn say, "I'm effing over clowns." Yeah, which I took as a Joker reference. <laughs> oh, it's definitely a yeah. Joker reference. Mm-hmm. But um, th- yeah. everything moves so quickly in the teaser. I don't know what to say yeah. other than it looked cool. It, they did it, some that's, cool that's, that's kicks a, and. <laughs> Yep, there's a, there's a cool kick, and there's yeah, uh, someone yeah. gets hit with something else. And I forgot already what song was playing, but I liked it. Uh, Ewan yeah. McGregor made a woohoo noise. And yeah, that's, you know. that one I'll probably go see. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right, well, <laughs> so the Birds of Prey trailer, um, and then, I did you watch the Bad Boys trailer? No, because I've never seen the Bad Boys movies. Movies, Okay. <laughs> So Bad Boys came out, the first movie came out, what, late 90s, maybe early 2000s? No, late 90s. And then they did a second one, early 2000s. This is Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yeah. This is the buddy cop movie. Um, the second one, the first one was really good. The second one was so good that I'm like, okay, put this to bed, don't make any more of these. And then now they And they like, listened for a while. They listened yeah. for a while, and now everyone's remaking everything mm-hmm. and rebooting everything. So uh, they're going to do a third one. Yeah. And... Um, it looks like a final Bad Boys movie. Mm-hmm. That's really all I got to say about it. It, it, yeah. it just looks like Bad Boys. But so they didn't you, necessarily need one. They didn't need one. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is like, it looks like they were really smart. Mm-hmm. Just trailer footage. They looked at the original stuff and said, "All right, well, this is how it's going to be. Like this, we we've looked at all the story threads, and this is how it would fit. And you know, real time today, this is here we yeah. go. Mm. You know, and it just looks like Bad Boys. It doesn't. It looks like they just. It looks they like, picked up where they left off. It looks like the story yeah. never stopped, yeah. really. And it just really, it just looked smart mm-hmm. in terms of, you know. Yeah. And that's really all you can hope for for something like this. So right. I just wanted just to talk like, about. Don't screw it up. I yeah. only brought it up because I wanted it hit today. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, it's it's something else for the board. Yeah. Um. So since we're on uh, movie stuff, uh, Suicide Squad casting. Um, so it, Peter Capaldi from Doctor Who. Okay. And Pete Davidson from uh, SNL have been added to the cast of Suicide Squad 2. Okay. Um, I don't know much more than that, but... We don't know what they're cast as. <laughs> we don't know what they're cast they, yet. Yeah. It's all mystery roles. Uh-huh. They're not... Yeah. No okay. one's going to tell us. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. yeah. Okay. Yep, yeah, that's all I got for you. Yeah. Um, the, uh, let's see... Um, I'm just looking at the thing here. Okay, quick Spider-Man update, and then we'll talk about the other stuff. Um, looks like Spider-Man's staying with Sony. Mm. For now. Yeah. I mean, I assume stuff is going to, um, I assume 
renegotiations will continue. Yeah. But as of right now, Spider-Man's staying with Sony. Um, Tom Holland had a really cool quote that I wanted to mention. He said, Sony has also been really good to me, and the global mm-hmm. success of Spider-Man Far From Home is a real testament to their support, skill, and commitment. The legacy and future of Spidey rests in the safe hands of Sony. I'm really nothing but grateful. Okay. Yeah. So that's what Tom Holland had to say. Yeah. As far as he's concerned, he's Spider-Man. Right. Period. Um, so he's not, you know. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. I think that's I, a, that's Marvel, a good Marvel had a yeah. statement that they're done... What they needed Spider-Man to be for what their movies were, they're done telling their Spider-Man story. Gotcha. Now, that's Marvel trying to save face. Right. Knowing that their Superman is somewhere else and they can't use him. Yeah. So, they're... I have a feeling they had plans for Spider-Man and... Yeah. Now, it, they're just like, you know what? We'll let this sit. We'll get some other stuff rolling. We'll come back to the table and discuss and try and figure this yeah, out. Yeah, but they've got so much other news that they put out there that they're going to just focus yeah, they, on all that stuff have, for now. They have Phase yeah. 4, which is kind of important right now. I mean, I think mm-hmm. a lot of Phase 4 is in the works, but with all the Disney Plus shows and yeah, that stuff they're coming. they're busy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Disney Plus, real quick. Um, did you... Are you a D23 member? No. Okay, so I found out about this. There's a deal that ran this past weekend. Yeah. Did you hear about this deal? Yes, the three years or... Yeah, yeah so yeah. I it was basically, if you're signed up as a D23 member, this deal applies to you. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to go sign up for to be a D23 member. How does this work? Turns out I already was and oh, didn't know it. crazy. Because I subscribed to other things that apparently yeah. counted as... Part oh. of Disney, and it's like, oh, there I'm already yeah. a D23 member. Yeah. So I signed in. I basically had to verify myself yeah. and all that nonsense, and then I got the link for Disney+. Plus. So what this was was you prepaid three years in advance mm-hmm. for Disney+. Plus. So it was like $140. I say, it wasn't, it, a, like, for three years, that's not... For three years, yeah. it was $140. But... So Disney Plus is six ninety nine a month, right? When it launches in November, yes. Or there's the package with with uh, Hulu, Hulu and ESPN, ESPN yeah, yeah, yeah. for the twelve ninety nine. Mm-hmm. But at six ninety nine, Disney Plus is is a month for right. everybody. Disney Plus for me, when I did the yeah. math, so at one hundred and forty dollars for the three years, brings it down to three ninety two a month. Wow, for three years, yeah, it just month. made sense. And I'm yeah. like. I'm done. Yeah. So, <laughs> as long as the content holds up and right. they keep pumping out the stuff that they're saying, like, it's, yeah, I'm why all not? In. This is yeah. Great. yeah. Um, so, if you missed out on the deal, I apologize. I just thought I it was did. cool. I did. Me, I missed out on well, the deal. Well, right. But yeah. I mean, like, I'm t- anyone who's listening is like, oh, <laughs> yeah. wait, what? Like, yeah. I found out about it. Well, I'd heard about it, but I didn't really, like, take the time to look into it. And I, because I knew they were selling it at the expo. Like, you could sign up if you were at the D23 Expo. So I didn't realize that it was, like, just available. So I didn't really hear that I could have done it until today. Not just now, earlier today. Sure, but but it was just, I'm like, wait, I can get this taken care of right now. I don't have Mm -hmm. access to the app till November. But. Yeah, yeah. neither, nobody else does. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just, I mean, that was awesome. So, um, I just wanted to bring that up. So if you if you didn't catch if you didn't get in that I that I'm sorry to say, but if you did, welcome to the club and you know we'll, yeah, I'll be you know. joining one of these days. Right. I got well, I, mean, I got to prioritize who's not, my who's subscriptions. Not be, well, yeah. 
not only that, but when I realized what this, what all I'm going to be watching on the Disney Plus app that has nothing yeah. to do with the con- other content that they're putting on there, like the, um, like forget the other Disney films, mm-hmm. like forget the Disney Library or the Fox right, Film right. Library they're putting on, just all the, the thirty new stuff. plus yeah. seasons of Simpsons, and right. throw on all the like, what I don't know if I have enough time to consume all this. Yeah. Which made me laugh because we were talking a couple weeks ago when we were doing the Pixar films. Yeah. About how I complained about in Wally everyone sitting around on their floaty chairs. That'll be you. No, that's us. <laughs> Disney has created this yeah. app and that is where the human race is going. Disney yeah. is turning us into the humans from Wally. They're probably building a space shuttle right now <laughs> they, for all of us to live are. in exactly. when this happens. No, that's that's exactly what it made me think of. Yeah, well, um, I'm excited to get it so that I can catch up on all of the Star Wars films before Episode Nine, since so I've only seen three of them. Three of them. Yes. Awesome. Well. <laughs> well, three and like a half. Okay. Well, it's yeah. interesting that you brought that up because that's a perfect segue <laughs> to uh, a quick Star Wars thing. Mm. So the Obi Wan television series, which will be on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. um, they released a statement about it. Everyone, there's a timeline that got released as to what the order. I'm gonna quickly show this to you because I know you're gonna say, "Please send that to me." Mm. Disney posted this. Oh, which is what order yes. to watch everything I need in? That. Yes, I'll yeah. s- I will send that to you. Yeah. So. Um, but they have what's interesting about this order. They have the Obi Wan television series at the same time as Solo, the film. Oh, okay. Okay, and huh. I thought that was interesting. I'm like, yeah. oh, it takes place in the same time. Well, what I forgot about Solo was there's a time jump in mm. Solo. You watch a piece of the movie and then it jumps ahead. I don't know, three, four years. Yeah. Two, whatever. So the idea is that Obi Wan takes place during that time jump. Mm-hmm. But they keep saying, but they've said in the past that Solo takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Okay. But Obi-Wan, according to Disney, another source, takes place eight years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. So technically, Obi-Wan takes place. So if you're going to if you're yeah. gonna do the I'm going to watch everything in, in super order, chronological yeah, yeah. order, Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan series, then Solo, Solo and yeah. continue on your way. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably how I will end up watching. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> so. that I'll be able to watch all the series and stuff. I'll probably stick to the movies for now and then go go back. Just gotta. I want to be able to see Episode Nine in theaters. Yeah, I feel like that's part of history well, I f- that I need to be there for. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you seen the original three? Yes. Okay. Have you watched Force Awakens and Last Jedi? No. Okay, well, those are, if you've seen the original trilogy, mm-hmm. you probably should see Force Awakens and Last Jedi, yeah. and then go see Episode Nine because of the history, like, the, yeah. this is history in the making, and this is a social right, right. thing. I want, I hopefully I'll have time to watch all eight, and plus Rogue One and start Solo. Now. I want, if yeah. If you start now, you got yeah. plenty of time. True. So, um, all ten, because of Solo and Rogue One, all ten yeah. films. Yeah, <laughs> well, I said eight plus the other two. Right. Um... No, you got time. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the streaming wars. Are yeah. you a binge watcher when it comes to like streaming television, I or are you? Used I to watch be, stuff weekly. Um, well, there's nothing that I watch weekly, so my okay. TV watching thing is usually that I'll find a show and I'm like, okay, this looks pretty cool, and then I binge watch it for like. A week to two weeks, depending on how long it takes me to watch the whole series. Um, I haven't done that a lot lately just because of life. So 
but when I used to watch more shows, that's how I did it. Like, Dexter was the perfect example. The show had been over for, like, three years, and then I was like, hmm, this seems cool. I did the same thing with Mad Men. Like, I just find random okay. shows and binge watch. I have to watch everything weekly. Yeah. Because my schedule does not allow me to binge. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to sit down and watch ten episodes at a time. Yeah. Because of that, I have not watched Stranger Things Season 3 yet. Mm-hmm. Now, not because I don't want to. It's because I don't want to watch two episodes and then not be able to watch. Yeah, yeah. So I, Stranger Things, I'm going to have to make some time to binge it. And I'm going to have to make some time to maybe sit down weekly. I'm going to have to find a way to get it in my yeah. life. Um, but I normally have to watch things weekly. So when it comes to Supergirl, when it comes to like, uh, you know, ball, I mentioned Ballers, for example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's on Sunday, so I'll sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I have to find the time to do it that way. So, um, the Disney, not Disney, the DC streaming app, DC uh, Comics streaming app, they release their shows weekly. Okay. So, the new season of Titans is about to start, but they release that episode every Friday. Yeah. Okay, now I can wait and then binge. Mm -hmm. It's all there. Or, I, you know, whatever, but, like, I... It's every Friday. As if you had it in your DVR or whatever. And I know yeah. that Dis- DC's doing that because they don't have the content of a Netflix or they don't have a content of the Disney Plus app. They're yeah. basically, how do we get our viewers to come back? Right, right. Consistently come back. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, yeah, they have other stuff on there, but for their new stuff, that's why they're doing it weekly. Yeah. And that's smart on their part. Yeah. Disney, for the Disney Plus app, for like Mandalorian, for example, has said that the show will release weekly. Mm-hmm. They, sp- they didn't say what day. I mean, the first yeah. episode will be out the day of launch, right, which happens right, right. to be a Tuesday. But I'm sure everything will be out on... I'm sh- Well, what? not everything. There's a, there's a good handful oh, yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. stuff that they've announced. I did read that, that. There's a, yeah. There's a handful of stuff. Well, mm-hmm. a lot will be on there at launch. But in terms of their new shows, there's only a handful that will be ready for launch. Right, right, right. Like Clone Wars, for example, is being saved till February, yeah. that kind of thing. So, but they're doing weekly launches for some of these shows. Netflix is moving some shows. Uh, multiple shows on Netflix will have episodes released weekly instead of all at once. Hmm. And I'm assuming that's Netflix doing exactly what DC's did, where yeah. they're like, we're getting a whole bunch of content pulled from us. We're going to release weekly. To keep people in. and Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Just a thought. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good, and I think that's bad. Yeah. Is um, it making it was, you reconsider canceling your Netflix subscription? Who said I was canceling Netflix subscription? I'm just saying that, like, with Netflix, look, okay, I have exactly the exact amount of time to watch an episode of a television show after I get ready for work before I leave yeah. for work. So while I'm eating breakfast in the morning... I turn on Netflix and I've been watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning I have time for one episode and then I go to work. Mm-hmm. That show has been over for years. Yeah. So I ha- like. There's it, no sense of urgency. It, there's, of no sen- to, there's no yeah, sense yeah, yeah, of urgency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a way of binging, I mean, yeah. it's fine, but I have time to watch an episode every day before I go to work. And you think to yourself, well, why don't you watch Stranger Things before you go to work? Well, Stranger Things is not a show I can do before work. Yeah. I No, because it's Stranger Things is just too much longer for me to not have time. Right, right. And, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, I'm going to want to, like, I'd have to call in sick. So, um, I just, I kind of look at that going, Netflix is, pro- you know, I just wonder how people are going to react to that. 
instead yeah. of instead of getting the uh, instead of getting the oh I can the season's out sweet we're taking the yeah. weekend and we're gonna binge it. Because it's typically what everyone does now, yeah. and I think a lot of the reason why people like Netflix is for that reason. Like if you don't have time to watch TV over the, during the week, then you've got your weekend to just get you know the whole season of Orange yeah. Is the New Black and now, in or and whatever. Now you're going yeah. sweet. Orange and New Black is on. I'm gonna watch the Good. episode, and then you're like, well, where's episode two? Not there. Nope, it's not there. Wait so now week? we gotta yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I just wonder how people are going to react. So yeah. I found that very interesting. Um, one final mm-hmm. piece of news, and then we'll talk the list. Yeah. Um, and this is an interesting one. This is a hard topic to talk about without saying the wrong thing. So please, Internet, don't get mad at me for saying any of this. Um, the latest rumor to hit the Internet comes from Bleeding Cool, who, according to a number of prominent sources, says DC Comics between the summers of 2020 and the beginning of 2021 will introduce an African-American Batman that is mm. not Bruce Wayne, but another character oh. within the DC universe who will take over the 80-year persona. Interesting. Um, if you follow Batman comics, the sources also stated it will not be Duke Thomas the Signal, which is another character, okay. taking up the mantle. Um, you're, I like how you said, okay, like you know who Duke Thomas is. Yeah, I'm just Which I would have been really impressed yeah, yeah. if you were no, like, oh, it's no not going to be him. Cool. <laughs> um, they, um, they, it's just, they're saying that it's completely brand new and that's, that's cool. I don't have a problem with this, but I think this is kind of strange. Yeah. I really do. They've yeah. Look, they've tried to do African-American char- versions of characters for many of the characters. This is a black mm-hmm. Superman, stuff like that. This, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, when you talk about a multiverse and the alternate realities of the DC yeah. comics you know, show off. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if it was something from another reality. They did it with Spider-Man with Miles Morales, but you still had Peter Parker. I don't feel like we're not, I don't feel like we're losing Bruce Wayne. If we were losing Bruce Wayne altogether, I think it would be even weirder. People would have an issue. Oh, yeah, Yeah. I know. And that's where I don't think, like, there's a couple reports I read today. I mean, that's probably the most basic one. Mm -hmm. There's a couple reports where people were, like, angry. Yeah. And, like, they're acting like Bruce Wayne's done, gone, we're not. Yeah, we're never going to talk about You're not going to take an 80-year history of a character like that. And, you know, this is something new and different. Right. It's it's okay that this is happening. Let's see what they got. Um, In the late 90s, they did a series, uh, the Nightfall story arc, where Bane, everyone knows Bane because they watched the Dark Knight trilogy. I do um, know who Bane is. Bane breaks Batman's back, mm-hmm. and while he's in recovery, this this character, Azrael, picks up the mantle and is Batman until Bruce Wayne can heal his back. Yeah. Well, Azrael went insane and started killing people and doing all this other horrible yeah. things, and the enemy, like, everyone was like... Different story. Yeah. Completely <laughs> different story, but yeah. all this was going on, and mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne had to come back and take the mantle back and all that kind of stuff. But that lasted what, a year, year and a half, maybe two years mm-hmm. of straight, just, I mean, maybe longer of Azrael being Batman until they yeah. brought Bruce Wayne back. So this literally could just be a PR thing to get more readers in certain areas. And yeah. we might have two Batmans. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be weird for them to remove Bruce Wayne altogether. And that's where I'm like, yeah. that's the part that I find strange. Um, but I'm down for seeing this. Why not? Yeah. And this is on a comic book level, not movie not level. Not movies, right, um, right. Because Robert Pattinson's Batman, and yeah. we're still waiting for that. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see how it plays yeah. out. And it it's also cool it's also me. rumors. It's not official yet. Yeah. So there's no, I mean, today's rumors are about spoilers, as right, I like to right. say. But um, 
I just thought that was uh, it was worth discussing just because you know they've done stuff like this before and yeah I on various other areas so mm-hmm. yeah yeah no other thoughts no well I, I don't know I don't have like a, the same like emotional ties to Batman that I feel okay well like I didn't know like I just would. didn't know if you had any, like, I... thoughts on the idea of taking this a big character like that and changing I'm like, all for stuff like that like okay. I'm thinking of um you know they're remaking the little mermaid and people were like kind of up in arms with who was cast as little mermaid I don't remember her name it's, I don't remember uh, her name but oh it's driving me nuts but yeah people um, were like you know not my Ariel or whatever they were saying which is just ridiculous and I liked the internet's response that was like well I'm offended that it's not a real mermaid playing Ariel <laughs> like sure. like we need to talk about that issue before we talk about the race sure. of Ariel no like, like the yeah. race like when I saw the casting of Ariel I was like oh we're going that way okay yeah. you know and that, she's a great singer like and that's, that, and yeah. that might have been more for Ariel that may have been more of the point than anything. Yes. Yeah. Um, the other thing with Ariel, um, because she lives in the ocean and she's always up, you know, always up, you know, at the surface anyway, they might've been looking for someone dark skinned just because of getting the tan. You know, I don't know. Like, just, they might've been looking, I doubt it. I'm just, they might've been looking for something like, you know, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I like that. I think that, you know, I can't speak as much for comics, but like as far as like in Hollywood and stuff, everything's very white. So I'm happy said, to have some said diversity. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I understand. I, I, there's nothing yeah. wrong with the diversity thing. Yeah. It's just. Um, though, when you originally um, said this, though, it did make me think like, is this DC's response to like Falcon being Captain America, which I know no, is something that happens no, in the that, comics that already, in the right? Comic yeah, a long time yeah. Ago, okay. So that's not. I don't think that's decent. Unless they were like, anything. "Oh, we're just really late in the game." I think what happened is <laughs> yeah. there was a there was a, a a couple years ago there were people saying that instead of uh, after Ben Affleck got cast as Batman, there was a bunch of people saying, "Why don't we ever have a black Batman?" In yeah. Movies? Why Why don't you make it like Idris Elba or something like that? Right. Which actually would be, I would have loved would, that. Which <laughs> actually would be really cool. Yeah. But um, when you start having conversations like that, like rumors floating on the internet, there's got to be someone in the DC's office going, hey, we might not be able to do it on that level, but maybe we can do something over Mm -hmm, here mm -hmm. in the comic side of things. And then once it's it's accepted on this front, because the comic books always have to drive the movies, movies, not the movies driving the comic books. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes you have to backdoor things in the way that most society doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, so yeah, cool. if I said anything that offended anybody, I apologize. I was like, I just wanted to talk about it because I thought it was interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, I um, hope, honestly, I hope it trails into the movies. Like, like I would love to see an Idris Elba Batman. I don't but, think, I don't think that'll happen. Idris Elba is like, yeah, he, he's getting he'll be in there. Suicide Squad he'll be now. Getting, so. He'll be getting there in <laughs> age, so that won't yeah, happen either. Yeah, that's true. So, but, um, but, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you want to talk to list? Yeah, let's do the Sweet. list. Sweet. Uh, Ryan, can you play the thing for us? And now for the top five. Okay, so here we are, list time. Since we scrambled to do this list kind of last minute, um, this is your list. 
Yeah. Because you're the one who came. Because we were batting, we were shooting text messages right. back and forth, throwing things at each other, and yeah, you know. So um, I feel like the listeners should know that all of Andy's suggestions. I was like, well, I can't come up with more than three movies for this one because of my limited uh, pop no, culture it's totally knowledge. Fine. I was, I'm like, hey, pick I need an something a- pick real an broad. Yeah. We, well, the reason I because I said pick an actor you like. And the yeah. only reason I said that is because we haven't done an actor list in a right, long right. time. Yeah. So. Um, well, and I just listed favorite actors, and I was like, oh no, I've only. Seen three of their movies (laughs) so oh well i think this will be great anyway so um why don't you explain what your list Mm -hmm. is yeah so i needed like kind of a broad category because my movie watching is really all over the place i don't have like specific genres that i like to watch a lot or anything like that so the thing that came to mind was um what i'm calling like flashback movies or movies told in flashback so something where i the way i explained it to drew was where over 50% of the movie is done in a in a flashback so we see the characters in their present day but then the majority of the story is told not in present day so yeah Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're saying fifty, at least fifty percent of the movies yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm not gonna go watch them and count the time. But no, I'll but trust I that you no, I it out. I only brought that up because, um, and there's one there's one movie, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it only because I was like I'm not sure if this counts as a. So flashback. I also have a movie that I'm not sure if it counts, but I'm keeping it on my list because I make oh, the list. Mine's and... not even on my list. It made my short <laughs> list, but I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna yeah. we'll quickly talk well, about. What it. if it's the one that's on my list? I. <laughs> I would be shocked. Okay, you're right. You know me pretty well. I I would be shocked (laughs) if you're going to bring this up. Okay. Um, It's a movie called Memento. Yeah, no, definitely. uh, (laughs) Don't don't know that one. (laughs) Memento. I wrote it down for the short list, but I wasn't even sure if it counted because of the subject matter. Mm -hmm. So Memento is about a guy whose wife gets murdered and he's trying to solve her crime. Oh, okay. He's trying to solve the murder. But he has a short-term memory problem. Oh. So every time he learns a clue, he tattoos it somewhere on his body. Yeah. And he has to, and everything in the movie is done backwards. Okay. So you watch the movie from the ending all the way to the beginning of the movie. The whole thing is wow. 100% in reverse. Okay. And it's really clever. Yeah. And if you get the director's cut version, which I have, you can mm-hmm. watch the movie the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Huh, um, that's interesting. Yeah. So, but I wasn't sure if that counted. I don't know if it does either. <laughs> because you see, whole, a, you see yeah. a scene and he learns hmm. something and then everything like resets and he's got to like live through certain parts and learn something next. And then yeah. like, so. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's different. It's a really cool movie. Yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah. yeah I just didn't know if no, it counted, yeah. so I'm like, not I'm not pointing it on my, on my list. list. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> and now I'm curious if we're going to um, match on any of these. <laughs> yeah, my my guess is is there's, maybe one there's or two. one movie yeah. that we might actually yeah. match on. But um, yeah. do you want me to go first since this was your pick? Yeah. All right. So, do you have honorable mentions before I say anything? Yes, I do have two. Okay, great. I have two as well. Okay. Um, my first honorable mention is Spy Game. Mm, okay. Do you Never know this saw movie? It. Nope. Okay. Spy Game, uh, Brad Pitt, Robert Redford. Um, mm-hmm. it, the movie is... Brad Pitt is, like, captured by the Chinese, I think. Chinese okay. or Koreans. I don't yeah. remember which one. But he gets cap- he's a CIA agent who gets captured. Mm-hmm. And then they call in Robert Redford, who is the guy who handled all his training... And they're asking stuff because just informationally, like you know, what could what could he what secrets could he spill if they broke him? That kind of stuff. That, yeah. And 
then the movie goes into that flashback where they tell the story of like how they met, the training, all this stuff leading up to eventually him getting captured and everything. Okay. And you know, you get to see all this like so it's it's probably like seventy percent flashback, thirty percent present mm-hmm, day because mm-hmm. they're going back and forth around yeah. Redford telling the story. So um cool. really, yeah. really good movie. Yeah. Um you should watch it. It's awesome. I'll <laughs> So I was about to say I'll add it to the list, which made me think of this like meme I saw on the internet or whatever. There, I don't even know if it's called a meme anyway. But uh, it was like whenever somebody asks me if I watch a movie and I say no, but I'll add it to my list, and then it's like writes it down on imaginary list that doesn't exist. And I feel like that's me when I no, you gotta you gotta have your list like um, like uh, Captain America, where he's like I'll add it to the list, and he pulls a little book out and writes it down. Oh yeah, there you go. I need to actually carry around a little book, I guess. Yeah. Um, Well, my first honorable mention (laughs) is the Notebook. Oh. So I'm not like a a huge like love story person, but this is um, look. This is a really good movie. So. Yeah, it, it just is. Yeah, it, it's a good movie. Um, I like how they handled the flashback with like, um, you know, with the the couple being there in the nursing home and like how that all happens. And uh, yeah, it's just a, a, a solid love story. I actually did read the book in addition to watch the movie did or you, to watching. The did movie. you see the longest ride? Oh shoot! Maybe is, is it's my... an it's another Nicholas Sparks yeah, book. Yeah, I think movie. I have. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's another flashback one. Mm. Um, that one actually made my short list. That was really good. If you oh, like, okay. if you liked the Notebook, it sounds familiar. Like... We used to do like um, from. I was in a sorority in college, and we used to watch, like, movies, like, once a month, and we would always watch, like, the cheesiest, like, love stories, and I feel like this was probably one of them. Um, yeah. The Longest Ride's fairly new, too. Oh, really? So, yeah. Was I in college? I just Within looked it up. Maybe the Ooh, last five I was years. not in college that year. No, We're, no, Maybe no. the last yeah. five years. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of a different one. I'm thinking of one maybe with, like, Zac Efron or something. Was he in one of these? I, sure. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Like, like I said, love was stories Zac, aren't Zac really Efron. my favorite. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Well, anyway, the notebook. Um, all right. Well, my next honorable mention is Titanic. Oh, mine too. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch I think that's interesting. I didn't make your list list. Yeah, it's because I don't really like love stories. Oh, well, I wasn't sure if this movie would, like, when I was looking at the short list, I'm like, does this movie cut it? But yeah. it was on this weekend, like, on TBS or oh, something, yeah. and I caught it, and I'm, like, watching this movie completely enthralled with it. I forgot how good of a movie yeah. it was. So, yeah, I... Yeah. I that, really liked it. I, I, I saw it twice in theaters, so. Oh, I think, I don't even know if I, I have to look at what time, what year it came out. Yeah, I was too young to I was see it when it came 16, out. I was 16, I think, when that movie yeah, came I'm out. Not, I'm 16, not even going to say. 16, maybe 17. I won't tell you how old I was, but <laughs> I do remember, like, the first time I watched it was at um, a friend's house for, like, a sleepover, and she had it on VHS, where it was, like, the two videos, like, it was too long to fit on one copy of the VHS, so you had to change it so, halfway through. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that there's, uh, on the Blu-ray, so I have the Blu-ray of it, yeah. and, um, which is weird, I could have just put in the Blu-ray and watched the movie, but it was on right. TBS, and I was yeah. lazy. The Blu-ray is one disc, mm-hmm. but it's the Blu-ray DVD combo that sometimes you see. Well, there's the two DVDs. Oh, you're kidding! Yeah, because that's... it has to be like part one and part two. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, so. yeah, but um, yeah, Titanic, another just good solid movie. I haven't watched it in a long time. I should um, instead of watching Descendants this weekend. Apparently, I, was, I should have watched. I, I just looked that, it up. Yeah. I was 17 when that mm. movie came out. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. my first actual movie. Yes. Um, is a movie called Basic. Okay. Don't know I don't this. know it. Okay. No. This movie is absolutely incredible. Okay. Um, let me, uh, Samuel Jackson, John Travolta, mm. uh, Giovanni Ribisi, mm-hmm. um, uh, Rosalind Sanchez, Tim Daly. Uh, it's basically Samuel Jackson takes is he's a military officer who's taking a group of uh, rangers, army rangers, okay. out into the jungle for a training exercise. Huh. There happens to be a hurricane coming, mm. and they're just like, "Dude, there's a hurricane coming!" And he's like, "Yeah, well, the army doesn't sleep for hurricanes, so we're going." Mm-hmm. So they're going out for this training exercise. Yeah. Well, at the beginning of the movie, you don't know anything. There's just this helicopter, you know, heading into the jungle, and these two guys are shooting at each other. One of them's carrying one of them on their shoulders, and they're shooting at each other. So clearly, something happened. Yeah. So they get the guys back. The one guy's in critical condition in the hospital, and the other guy's sitting in sitting in the brig waiting to be questioned or interrogated, like, yeah. what's going on? And um, he won't talk to anyone but an army ranger. Mm-hmm. So they call in John Travolta, who is, he kind of works military internal affairs stuff. Okay. But he is also a former army ranger. So they bring him in to help, to talk to him, because he won't talk to anyone but a ranger. Yeah, yeah. So that's when, when Travolta comes in, that's when they start getting in the backstory. And it goes in, like, oh, everything okay. that happened in the jungle. And then yeah. something he said, and then they're like, well, the guy in the hospital just woke up. I'm like, sweet, let's go talk to him. And then something he says in the hospital is like, wait, that doesn't add up right. And i got to mm. go back, and you get to yeah. get, like, you yeah, know, all these, like, different cool. points of yeah. the story. It's, the way the movie ends is amazing. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll add it to the list. There's certain, there's certain <laughs> words when I talk about movies that yeah. I don't want to use anymore because they basically create a spoiler. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. when, like, did you ever see The Sixth Sense? Um, no, but I know the ending. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so when that movie came out, someone said, "Oh, you'll never see the twist coming." The problem so is, is now I'm looking for a twist. twist. What, what's yeah, the twist? Yeah, yeah. So there's certain words when I talk about movies. Now, mm. twist is a good example of a word, but I don't like using certain words anymore mm. when I try and talk up a film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, basic. It's it's awesome. This is a early 2000s, late 90s film. Okay. Probably, um, yeah. but it's. It's it's a it's very riveting in terms of the mystery that's yeah. being told. So yeah, that sounds cool. Sweet. All right, what do you got for me? First My actual pick. First actual pick is the Sandlot. The Sandlot. Yeah. You know what's funny is after I was putting all this together, mm-hmm. that did not make. Oh really? Yeah. No. Have that you does talked not about it on the show list. before? I can't I, remember. I may yeah. have, but it it made the short list, but not the, not five, the, actual the top list. five. So, yeah. Sorry. Mm. Well, this one beat out. I love this movie, but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I um, I the the thing that like even made me think about this list in the first place was like movies where it's like adults talking about their childhood, and like I um, like that that's kind of what's hap- what happened in this story is like it's the story of when they you know that one summer and all that stuff with, and then you just hear the story about that summer, and I love at the ending like seeing where they all are and like how. You know, you needed that flashback and that whole story to, like, really appreciate what they're actually doing with, like, Smalls and Benny and where they ended up, like, as the baseball player and the um, reporter. And, yeah, I dressed up as squints for Halloween last year. You know, just really, really like this movie. <laughs> that, no, uh, you did squints? 
That was the movie. That was the. And that's who I dressed up as. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, it was a pretty good costume, except well, yeah, but whatever. No, that's. Yeah, we were our coworkers were supposed to all be at, like different Sandlot characters at work, but then like, not everybody partook or, like, didn't really go as all-in as I did as Squint, so oh, it was a, little, uh, it's a little embarrassing. But, no, it's never, really it's never it. embarrassing. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. No, this movie's... Who doesn't, who's not thought about their uh, summer with their friends? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's really all this movie technically is. And right, the, the like riding that, your bikes around, knocking on your friend's door, like, can so-and-so come out to play? Like, just those yeah, days that, like, aren't... Yeah, that we loved. And then yeah. take the baseball out of it when they have to get the ball back and it mm-hmm. becomes a completely totally different, different movie. Story. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it becomes an adventure film. Yeah, and that's, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what those kids were doing that summer, they were going to have an adventure regardless and mm-hmm. it just happened to be that. So. Yeah, and when you actually say what it's about, like, oh, well, they have to get the ball back from over the fence. Like, that sounds so... Like okay, yeah. So go, go yeah, get the ball. yeah. But um, you know, with, I don't know. Looking I don't know if I know many people they... who haven't seen The Sandlot at this point. Right. Yeah. So I guess so. I've never had to explain it to somebody. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, you usually... should watch The Sandlot. You know. Like... What's that about? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, well, this comes back to me, right? Yep. Okay. So my next pick, um, which I wonder if it's gonna if it's gonna get a face from you because you might not remember, but uh, mine is Deadpool. Okay. So. I want to hear, I need you to remind me of what the flashback was here because it was, I was like, you know, kind of like looking on the internet to see, like, make sure I didn't miss anything of the okay. movies I thought of. And Deadpool came up as like a movie with that was like flashbacks. Flashback. And I was like, what did I forget? Well, Deadpool, we all love Deadpool as a character, but mm-hmm. the movie is such an incredible film in the sense of the mis- the message it's telling, like the, the beauties on the inside. Yeah. And, you know, that, you know, she loves him regardless of who he is and what he looks oh, like and all yeah. that stuff. And that's, yeah. I mean, there's just this great message. But um, in the opening credits, there's this great bit. Like, if you read the opening credits, when they get to, and it's not real credits, but it says, written by the real heroes here. Yeah. And that made me laugh a little bit because of the there's a behind-the-scenes thing where Ryan Reynolds took a pay cut to have the writers on set with him at all times. Okay. Um, because they don't normally allow writers on movie yeah. sets. So he, I think I remember you talking about he this. Wanted talking to, about it, he yeah. wanted to have the writers on set, so if a line didn't work, they could fix it immediately mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you know have, him, have the lines properly done. But the movie starts... And he's in that battle with the guys, and then it freeze frames, and you hear him, like, have a little monologue, and he's like, he's like, and that's what this is, a love story. Mm -hmm. And then it flashes back, and you watch this whole big love story with him meeting the girl and blah, 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 and then it cuts back to the fight scene on the bridge. Right, right, right. And then he's like, but what this really is, is a horror movie. And then you watch this whole backstory about how he got the powers and all that stuff. So it's it's going back, it's probably about 50-50, the first movie is. yeah. So um, I forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah, when in the first scene he is, he that has battle the on the bridge yeah. is probably the entire first half of the movie because they have to cover the flashbacks right, right, to get right. you caught up. And then yeah. there's a point where he's like, because then there's a point where they get caught up, and he's like, and now you know where we, how we got here. Right. And then the movie continues. Yeah, totally forgot about right. all of that. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. No, just Deadpool's phenomenal. This, yeah. For the how about this? The people who listen to the show clearly have seen Deadpool mm-hmm. and I'd be shocked if they hadn't. Yeah. So yeah, Deadpool yeah. just makes the list. Yeah. But. Well, speaking this is back to me. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, my <laughs> my next pick is definitely maybe. Oh yeah. we matched I thought we would. I feel like I remember you talking about this movie before. 
Um, yeah, I really like this movie. I like the whole, like, father-daughter dynamic of it. I like that he had to, like, while he was telling the story, like, maybe, like, censor some things or whatever when he was, like, talking to, to his daughter. You know, if you're not familiar with the movie, it's a, a girl trying to figure out... Um, how does it even start? How did they even start talking about it? Now that I'm trying to explain it, I don't remember. So she... Okay, so Ryan she Reynolds... She knows who her mom is. Right, so yeah. here's what happened. So Ryan Reynolds worked... All right, the Clinton, the Bill Clinton, Monica yeah. Lewinsky scandal hits, right? And it, it that was that was a weird moment in history where kids were coming out of school asking their parents what oral sex was. Yeah, but okay, this so, is past that. Well, right? Yeah, but because Ryan Reynolds worked on Clinton's campaign. Yeah. He was all, like, bummed out, like, you know, like, I don't know how, what to deal with. But his daughter comes home asking questions about things. Yeah. And then asked a question about Oh, that's mom. what it was. No, she was learning about, they were in, like, sex ed in school. And right. she starts asking those questions. And right. then asked, did you date anybody else? Like, all this stuff. Right. And then yeah. she and wanted then, to hear the stories. And yes. then yes. she and wanted then, to guess which of the three women that well, Ryan Reynolds she was dating. she didn't want to guess. She was bugging him and bugging him and bugging yeah, him. Because yeah, Because she yeah. knows who her mom is. Yeah. But He changed the names in the story. Well, right. Though. And then he said, so here's what I'm going to do. There was a potential yeah. three girls. I'm going to change all the names and yeah. you can tell me which one your mom is. Yeah. And it became this, but it's it was just right. a conglomeration of all this like yeah. backstory to get there. It's such a, it's such a smart, I mean, it's a smart movie, but it is so well written and put mm-hmm. together. Yeah. It really, yeah. really And it keeps is. you guessing the whole time, which I enjoyed too, because you're watching it and you're like, well, which one is and her it's, mom? And it's, and weird, which, it's yeah. weird that you keep guessing. Yeah. Because you see the mom before any of the flashbacks begin. What do you mean? You physically get to see the actress who plays the mom before any of the flashbacks begin. We do? Oh, yeah. I don't remember this. Yeah, because yeah. like like there was there was the parent exchange or something like that at some point. Oh, and so you okay. get to, you know yeah. who she is before anything happens. But you're still like, is you're that really like, her? Right, like, could it have been? I'm yeah, changing yeah. The names mm-hmm, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I do. Yeah, I definitely really like this movie. Um, I like all like the '90s stuff that's in it too. Like, because that's when you do flashback. That's when you're in like the Clinton campaign and everything yeah. like that. And and just like there that there are three totally different women and then of course you know it does have a happy ending because it is kind of a love story too but yeah yeah well we matched on that Mm -hmm. so to catch up you have to do your next pick okay my next pick which i'll preface this which which, this is a movie i have only seen once and it's been a while so i don't i have the the synopsis pulled up so that i can really remember it but it's the curious case of benjamin button is that are those flashbacks? So, because he lives his life backwards. I that sounds know, a lot like, like Memento. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and this isn't even the one that I was unsure of, which makes it even funnier because there's one more that I think is also kind of not a flashback. But anyway, he does live his <laughs> life backwards. But you do see like the first scene. I think is the first scene. It's like it's. Kate Blanchett, like, as an old lady, right? And, like, but then you go back to learn his story. okay. And that he was born as an old man and then does live his life backwards. Fair enough. So... I'll give that to you. That's why it's not (laughs) justifying it that it is a flashback movie, but, um, 
Yeah. I remember, I think when I saw this movie, I might have even been, like, in high school or something. Like, I was, I was at, like, a... I don't know, a time where I didn't really appreciate movies, I guess, like, or read into them too much. I remember really liking it. I um, was always a dancer, so, like, the fact that Kate Blanchett was, like, a ballerina I really related to, and I just thought the story was cool and, like, not something that you saw a lot. Like, the whole concept of this guy living his life backwards was, like, something different um, at the time it came out, at least different for me from when I was watching it. You've seen the movie? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah. But I mean I mean overall I liked the movie. I just mm-hmm. I, I I was just kinda like when I got done with the movie I was like, okay. Yeah. I saw that. I'll be curious if I watched it again now what I would think about it, but when I was making my list, like this was one that I was like, Oh yeah, I like that movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. But like it's it's been I like I said, I only saw it once. I'm pretty sure I was in high school when I saw it. Um so but I remember at the time really liking it. Right. I'll watch it and then let you know what I think about it. Oh like, yeah, you're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna see, how, I'll add it to see my if list. it holds up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, all right, so this goes back to me. Yeah. All right, so my second to last pick is a movie called Secondhand Lions. Oh, I know about this. this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you. But I've not seen you it. You really need to see this movie. Okay. This is a wonderful, wonderful yeah. movie. Uh, Bryn, friend of the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, Apparently, I don't know if she owns the movie or if she found it in the store and sent me a text going buying this right now because yeah. I got a I eventually got a thing from her and I'm like, "Oh, I love that movie." Yeah. Um the so this is about a kid whose mom leaves him with his crazy uncles. Okay. Like the estranged yeah. uncles or whatever. Yeah. Um because she's a horrible mom. Mm. Um, she says she's going to come back and get him, but that's yeah. That's besides the point. She's a horrible mom, so she's going to leave him with his uncles, and they and she kind of just drops him on the doorstep and takes mm-hmm. off. The kid kind of befriends one of the uncles more than the other one. Yeah. But the the grumpier of the two uncles, yeah, um, uh, played by Robert Duvall, is uh, the kid asks a question about him. And the other one tells him a story. Yeah. About when they were younger. And you start seeing these stories, these flashbacks, leading up to what gets them to today. Okay. To the present day of the film. Yeah. The the interesting part about it is he tells the stories in such a uh, um, high fantasy way of telling the stories. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have this really serious movie potential comedy or whatever and then he tells the story but when you go into the story mode or the flashback it's very disney-fied i guess okay like almost unbelievable yeah so you're not entirely sure if it's truth or not truth Mm -hmm. and you won't know that until the end of the film yeah and i don't want to say anything right no (laughs) i will um yeah this one this is so much fun Mm -hmm. um I feel and, like maybe I've started it. Not and, you, like, and you almost watch the flash, yeah. and you almost like are excited to get to the next flashback because yeah. you want to know more of the story. Right. Yeah, now that you're explaining it, I feel like maybe I started it, and I don't know why I didn't pursue farther, but like the storyline sounds familiar. Okay, yeah. yeah. Michael Michael Caine, um, Robert Duvall, Haley Joe Osment. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the, yeah. you know, when he got done with... Uh, Sixth Sense and that fame, right. he went and did this movie, did this and one, yeah. I like this way better than yeah. Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. So, 
Cool. Yeah, secondhand lions. Yeah. Nice. Back to me. Mm-hmm. So my next one, which is the one that I don't know if it counts, but it is for now, is 500 Days of Summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the reason I'm not sure if it if it counts or not, because there's no, like, true, like, flashback. How about this? I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen the yeah. movie. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So the whole, like, during, throughout the movie, it's, you know, the, the first thing that they say in the movie is, like, you know, you have to understand this is not a love story, but it's a story of these two people, and you see them on the first, I want to say the, I don't remember exactly which one the first scene is, but then that bring you back to day one, and they show, like, on the screen, like, day 265, or day, you know, 392, or day four, like, so it it's telling you where you are, so you're kind of, like, jumping around a lot when you're watching the movie, so that's why I'm counting it as a flashback, because you do jump back and forth, um, but it's pretty much showing them this couple, like, it's showing their whole progression as a couple, but out of order. So, like, you're seeing the days that maybe they don't like each other so much. You're seeing the days where they first, like, really started to fall for each other and, like, all of those first dates. Um, yeah, I really like this movie. It's different, um, like, with the, the way that the timeline jumps around. And, two, it doesn't necessarily have, like, the happiest of endings, which, as we learned from me not liking love stories I feel like that's why I like it it's more realistic like not every I mean it's kind of a spoiler but not every relationship's gonna work out so I think that's like an important lesson for people to learn too that even though things start out really great maybe they don't work out and this movie like portrays the whole cycle of a relationship really well I think oh yeah 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 I liked the movie Mm -hmm. um I've only seen it the one time, yeah. so you clearly this is remember one I've it seen, way like, more than I do. But I might this might be one of the few movies I've seen more than three times. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I watch most movies I see at least twice. Mm-hmm. I try to anyway, because I I just yeah. feel like a lot of stuff. You it's it's like when I see Star Wars for the Star Wars is a perfect example. Yeah. You go see it for the first time. Mm-hmm. The first time I see a Star Wars movie, I can't blink for two hours. <laughs> Because yeah. I have to see You've all, taken of it. all of it. And I yeah. know every yeah. Star Wars fan knows exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. You can't, like, no, I can't miss one thing. So yeah. for two hours, that your your eyes are like bloodshot. Mm-hmm. The second time you see the movie, you can watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. that the makes sense. The third time you can watch the movie, you can actually look at things in the background and, and maybe while you're listening to what's happened in the foreground and go, oh, man, I didn't see that yeah. the first three times I saw the movie. <laughs> the fourth yeah. time you see the movie, you can actually watch it i know i said that for the second i know i know (laughs) right and blink the fifth time you watch the movie you can actually start to study it yeah so i just and i i try to think about that like when i watch any movie Mm -hmm. and i do that a lot when i watch movies multiple multiple times yeah because i can actually like focus on like camera angles and like all that stuff sometimes i catch it right away sometimes i catch camera work right away Mm -hmm. but if it's really good or really bad or really bad no there's (laughs) There's uh there's some movies that I'll catch right away like the camera work I'm like wow that was a cool trick. There's other movies like Star yeah. Wars where I won't catch it right away because I can't blink for the first mm-hmm. time for the first time. So, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, All right. So my last pick yeah. of the night. Mm-hmm. All right. So my last pick. I've talked about it very briefly a long time ago, uh, on the show. Um, and it's it's a movie that. If you were to tell me right now, gun to my head, what are your top five favorite films of all time, I guarantee this is my number one movie. Oh, and wow. And I put a lot of thought yeah. into this actually being my number one favorite film of all time. Mm-hmm. So um, making a top five list of number one films, this, top, I don't know what yeah. the rest of that, the other four would you be. You just know that this one's I on it. I guarantee yeah. this would probably, 
and I'm stacking this up against Star Wars. I'm stacking this up against Indiana Jones. I'm stacking this up against Batman. I'm mm-hmm. stacking up against the Avengers. Like, yeah, like all everything. this. Yeah. It's a movie called Out of Sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out in 98. This is a... This this movie, like, this is a really weird, like, special movie. And it's funny because every time I think to myself I'm the only person who loves this movie, I'll hear about it on another podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, no, they like this movie, too. <laughs> this is, like, you know, like, this right. is a really... I don't know where... I don't know what suddenly made them to make this movie like this. It's mm-hmm. based off of a book by Elmore Leonard. I'm going to go mm-hmm. a little bit... I'm going to get a little bit... I'm going to go a little bit on this movie cool. because it's just... I'm ready. I love this movie yeah. so much. Um... This came at a time, so it's, okay, George Clooney, Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. Don Cheadle, uh, Steve Zahn, Ving Rhames, um, Albert Brooks, um, this, uh, Dennis Farina, this, Michael Keaton, um, this, it's a big cast, yeah. but this is at a time when these actors, a lot of the actors were young enough to where their award status was not what it is today. Gotcha. They didn't. They were literally just having fun making a movie. Mm. So their the acting is like top notch perfect. Yeah. The screenplay is like top notch perfect. The cinematography is astounding. The directing is like. I mean, this is one of, in my opinion, one of Steven Soderbergh's best. Mm-hmm. There's some camera tricks in the movie where uh, the movie takes place over. There's a bunch of flashbacks, like, the first half of the film. Okay. It's kind of like Deadpool, where they do this, like, flashback sequence to catch everyone up to what's going on. To where on, they are. And yeah, then yeah, they yeah. finish out the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of in that style. But they do these really cool camera tricks where every now and then the camera will, like, freeze frame for a second. Okay. And then it'll continue. Oh. But once they catch you up to present day, mm-hmm. those freeze frames stop. So you know that you're in the past while that stuff's happening, and then suddenly you're, okay. like, it's really, so are, it's super yeah, subtle, yeah. and it's weird, and it's usually for, like, a camera change or something, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but the the basis of the movie is uh, George Clooney plays, this is, this is a perfect opposites attract love story. Gotcha. In the most realistic sense that mm-hmm. it can be. Uh, George Clooney plays a bank robber who, according to the FBI, has robbed 200-plus banks. According to George Clooney, he doesn't know how many banks he's robbed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he, during a specific altercation, meets Jennifer Lopez, who is a U.S. Marshal. Okay. They have a moment. Mm -hmm. When I say have a moment, like, she could not, because of the situation, and I don't want to spoil the movie... She could not, like, arrest him or do anything about it. But they were stuck. They were kind of trapped in the situation. Yeah. And they was had this in a flashback? No, this is like... Okay. So... Yeah. George Clooney escapes from a prison. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez... Actually, you know what? It could have been... A, it could have been... Um, uh, it could have been a flashback. Yeah. I'm trying to... How about this? The flashbacks, how it's all sparsed out to get up to present mm-hmm. day, it's kind of weird where you're at. Yeah. It all flows perfectly. It's mm-hmm. just weird at what point in time you are until you get right. everything, all the characters caught up to the same yeah. point. So it's basically he escapes from a prison mm-hmm. and they get locked in a car trunk. Oh. But the way like she's pinned against the one side of the trunk, there's no way she, she could do have anything. done anything. Yeah. So they're stuck talking. Oh. So they have this moment yeah. until they're out of the trunk. And then they get separated. Mm-hmm. Well, because of that moment, there's this, like, the tiniest crush yeah. on both ends. And for the rest of the movie, 
he is trying to get caught by her. And she's trying gotcha. to be the one to catch him. Yeah. Like, he's not going to get caught by, by anyone else, else but yeah. her. Mm-hmm. But she needs to be the one to catch him. Yeah. So <laughs> it's this really weird... Like yeah, I said, it's like this is... perfect opposites attract love story. They're yeah. trying to get these two together in the end, and right. when they get together in the end, can they be? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And that when I work? said, and the, the ending is like so like perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, like I said, this is just a top-notch. Everything is like firing on all cylinders. Movie. Yeah. I just I can't speak more highly of it, but I don't want to oversell it because I I know someone's gonna go try and watch this movie and be like, Drew, you don't know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. Um, to each their own. To yeah. each their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. Cool. Well, I have not seen it. Yeah, right. But um, maybe one of these days I will. <laughs> um, so my last pick is um, a movie called Now and Then. Are you familiar with this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drew and I clearly have very similar tastes. The, no. <laughs> The sigh I made when I said yeah, it it real fast took me back to like, you know, when you're like in high school and you go on a date with like one of your first oh. girlfriends and you're just like, that's the movie you tried to see. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just like, no, oh, hey, got the driver's license. You want to go see a movie? Cool, let's go. And then you end up with it's a group of, the, of friends. Like you got a group. Date. Like it ends up getting are, a yeah. group of friends and you all end up in the theater and. You and your buddy are like, seriously, they brought us to this? What yeah. The, you know? <laughs> well, because of our age difference, um, to me what this movie makes me remember is like um, like elementary school like sleepovers and like being with your friends and like watching this movie and like saying like who was which character and like watching yeah. the adventures that they got into and then like wanting to go on those kind of adventures like ourselves or like, you know, have... Um, like another, a fun, it's a fun summer movie too, kind of like how The Sandlot is, but also totally different. Um, so yeah, so I grew up like really loving this movie and watching it with my friends. This is another one that I think if I do, if I would watch it now, I think I would love it just as much as I did then. Um, when I was kind of just like looking, like looking up stuff before the show today, uh, I found this article that was interesting because it was saying how this was kind of like the the female version of Stand By Me, which I've never seen that movie. Oh, that's but, an interesting... Yeah. That's an interesting way of looking at And it at was that. saying... The article was saying how like this you one didn't Stand get the... Yes. I, <laughs> that's one that I know that I do need to see. But um, the article was saying how like um, this movie didn't get the same like um, praise and fame and stuff um, because like because it was geared towards women is what this article was was saying and I didn't know either that the whole the the movie was like written and directed all by women like it was a very like female um like forward film which now is like I don't it's not even normal but it's at least more like acknowledged and praised mm-hmm. but this came out in 1995 so it's like at that time like that was just kind of like okay like nobody really cared I guess yeah. um, and that's kind of what this article was was explaining but yeah it definitely is like I don't know one of those movies for me that like brings me back to to me growing up and like being with my friends and now I'm at that point in my life where like when I get together with my friends we talk about all the fun stuff that we used to do like summers growing up so um, and like in the movie too like when they're adults it is kind of awkward because you don't see these people for such a long yeah. time but you have like 
all of these memories and like you know stuff you went through as like a, a preteen or whatever and like that's kind of how I feel now when I'm with like those those friends the ones that I grew up with that maybe we're not as close now but you know we still went through like a lot of like you know trying times together and um yeah it was just one of those movies that I relate to a lot and this is like the one that came to mind first when I picked the flashback movie list like this is one that I was like oh definitely top five definitely like my favorite of my list and everything like right. that. The one one thing I do remember out of this movie was I was really impressed with, I mean, I was young at the time, so I, like I said, I was like, I was young at the yeah. time when I saw this movie, so it's not like I had a lot of like thoughts to say, but mm-hmm. one thing I do remember being impressed with was how well they casted the younger actors to yes. the older actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was, that was pretty, I just thought that was really smart in terms of putting that together, so. Yeah, and like what the, like, something that I noticed that was, like, the, the younger actors did, like, pretty much, like, such a better job like, than the, the older actors when you <laughs> right. were watching the movie, which is funny because, like, you know, the older actors included, like, Demi Moore and Rosie O'Donnell, but, like, the young versions of them were, like, so much better. And it's funny now, like, looking back at this movie, I realized I totally had a crush on the uh, girl who played Sam <laughs> when I was, like, watching this growing who up. Sam? Uh, Gabby Hoffman, which... Now, Do you have a picture yeah, sitting yeah. there? Well, let me click on her. Oh. So that's her as an adult, the picture I'm showing you. Oh, no, her as an I adult, know. But I even, know. Yeah. yeah, which I, like, didn't realize until I was looking back and into this today. And she I was doesn't like, look wow. like she changed too much from no, no. The, the movie itself. But I was so. like, huh, she was my favorite, and now I know why. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. Um, all right, very cool. Well, uh, that kind of brings us to the end. Yeah. Unless you had more you wanted to say about no, now and then. No, this was this was a fun list for it being so last for, minute. For being last minute, yeah. <laughs> um, so next week, Peter should be back, and we're going to be doing our theme parks, which I was kind of bummed that we had to switch things around because I had... I, I figured out my last theme park today. <laughs> so yeah. I was, like, cutting it kind of close, but I'm like, I got it. Um, no, we're going to be discussing theme parks, and uh, these are theme parks ideas if we were going to make our own theme parks and what one attraction. And bizarrely, I have multiple attractions that I Ooh. came up with, so yeah. I'm not going to go through all of them. I just, yeah, I just. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Yeah. Are yeah. you, you seemed really excited, and when we stopped recording last week, you're like, I might want to come on that one. Yeah. Are you joining I, us next so, week? Or not? If you can't, that's okay. It's still going to be. No, a surprise. Um, okay. But right. I did come up with three theme parks. So All far. right, so Mary Liz yeah. may or may not be with us next week. Uh, we'll see, but I'm pretty sure Peter will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys uh, would, please check us out on um, our website. There you'll find links to all of our social media, Twitter and face, Twitter and Facebook. Um, you will also find a link to our email, which is top5report at gmail.com. If you want to interact with the show, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. If you have list ideas of your own, we'd love to hear them. Um, we are officially on Google Play and Stitcher now. Mm. Uh, so we got that added to our thing. Um, but if you can, you can find us there. But you can also find us at Apple Podcasts, where you can subscribe to us and write us a review. We love the five stars. But we also understand criticism because it makes us better. And it makes the words we say sound important or at least feel important to us. Um, And if you subscribe to us, you'll not miss a single episode. Um, You can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Drew3927. Mary Liz, you don't want to? No. No, it's all right. You don't have to. I like remaining incognito. Yeah, that's totally understandable (laughs) in this crazy world. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that being said, um, we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening. For the Top 5 Report, I'm Drew. I'm Mary Liz. And thanks, guys. Good night. (laughs) 